Hey everyone, this is Anirudh from Edureka. So this session is intended to be useful for anyone considering to kickstart their learning about TK Inter and need some insight about how Python can be used to create GUI apps. The focus is basically on approaching the concepts in the easiest way possible. So let's begin by checking out the agenda for the session. We'll start with the introduction of TK Inter and later we'll need to check on how we can install and get started with TK Inter. Followed by that, we'll look at the overview of all of the concepts present in TK Inter guys. So let's begin by checking out what a graphical user interface actually is. So guys, graphical user interface is nothing but a desktop application which helps you interact with the computers. They are used to perform different tasks in the desktops, laptops or any other electronic device in general as well. Here, we're mainly talking about the laptops and the desktops guys. So GUI apps like text editors can be used to create or read, update and delete different types of files as well. So GUI apps like Sudoku, Chess, Solitaire are the games which you can play, right? And apps like Chrome, Firefox, Microsoft Edge, etc. are used to surf the internet as well. So there are some different types of GUI apps that we daily use on the laptops and the desktops guys. So we're going to learn how to create those types of apps as well. As this is an introduction to GUI, make sure you stay tuned till the end as we will create a really simple and nice GUI app guys. Well personally, I prefer GUI over command line. Not that there is something wrong with the command line, but for me, I prefer more intuitive and interactive applications with a lot of visuals. Guys, what do you prefer? Head to the comment section and let me know. And next up, we need to check out the Python libraries that are present for designing our own graphical interface. Well, Python has a lot of libraries and these four stand out mainly. We have Kiwi and we have Python Qt, we have WX Python and we have TK Inter guys. Yes, it's spelled as TK Inter, right? So it's T-K-I-N-T-E-R guys. Well, among all of these, TK Inter is preferred by a lot of learners and developers just because how simple and easy it is. I am sure you guys will have the same opinion in a while as well. And guys, it is at this point that I'd like to mention that you will require a little bit of knowledge about Python to get started working with TK Inter. There is nothing to worry if you don't have any prior programming experience with Python guys. I have created an in-depth Python tutorial specifically for beginners as the target audience and I'm getting some really good feedback on it. So I'd recommend that you guys check it out and I'll leave a link in the description box for the same. So moving on, we need to check what TK Inter actually is. So what is TK Inter guys? Well, TK Inter is an inbuilt Python module which is used to create simple GUI apps. And it is one of the most commonly used module for GUI apps in all of Python guys. So you don't need to worry about installation of the TK Inter module as it comes with Python by default guys. So for the sake of this tutorial, I'll be using Python 3.6 guys. So kindly update if you're using a Python version which is below 3.6. And also guys, I want you to follow this tutorial along with the practice, right? So by doing that, you can understand it very quickly. Well, don't just try to copy the code guys. Try to write it by modifying it as you like and then observing and understanding the different outputs. So next up, let us start with the fundamentals of TK Inter. Guys, this is how an application actually executes. First, we have to import the TK Inter model and next we create a main window. It is in this window that you are performing operations and displaying visuals and everything basically, right? So followed by that, we add the widgets and lastly, we enter the main event loop, guys. If you notice, there are two keywords here that you might not know at this point, right? So one is widget and the other one is an event loop. An event loop is basically telling the code to keep displaying the window until we manually close it. Check out this code for a little bit of better clarity, right? 
As I mentioned, we're importing the TK inter package and defining a window. Later, we actually are giving a window title which is shown on the title tab whenever you open an application, right? So for example, Microsoft Word is shown on the title tab when you open a Word application, correct? Similarly here, we call it GUI in our case. And lastly, we have a label guys. A label is nothing but what output needs to be shown on the window, right? So in this case, as you can already see, it is actually hello world. Well, check out the output on the right side. So at this point, congratulations to all of you guys. You just figured out your first TK inter code. It is going to stay as easy as this throughout the entire tutorial and you will end up appreciating on how simple it actually is. And next, I will walk you through all the different types of widgets that are supported by TK Enter, guys. It is really easy to follow through, so let's begin. So what are widgets, guys? Widgets are something like elements in the HTML. You will find different types of widgets to the different types of HTML in TK Enter. Well, let's see the brief introduction to all of these widgets in TK Enter, guys. So we have everything from label, button, entry, we have combo box, checkbox, radio, scroll text, spin box, menu bar and notebook, right? So button. So guys, basically a button widget is used to place the buttons in the TK Enter, right? So it's as straightforward as that. And then we have canvas and well, canvas is used to draw shapes in your GUI. And uh, we have check button. Well, check button is used to create check buttons in the application, right? So you can select more than one option at a time as well. And then we have entry. Well, entry is used to create input fields in the GUI. And later we have frames. Well, frames are basically used as containers in TK Enter. And we have label guys. So label is used to create a single line widget like text or images or anything. And later we have menu bars. Well, menu bars are used to create menus in the GUI and so on. Well, these widgets are the reason that TK Enter is so popular in my opinion, guys. So the first widget we'll be checking out is the label widget, guys. I will not overwhelm you with any of the complete syntaxes for each of the widgets. The code snippets I've shown here will make your learning easier. And I've done this just so you can avoid any sort of confusion, guys. As I mentioned earlier, labels are used to basically create text and images and all of that. But do not forget that they have to be in a single line definition, guys. So check out the output. We have entered our text as edureka and that is printed as it is. Simple, right? So there is something called as the geometry function, guys. So it is basically used to change the window size and set it as per our requirement. Well, in this case, we have set it to be 350 pixels in width and 200 pixels in height, as you can check out from the left side part of the code. And next up is the button guys. Well, it is very similar to the label widget to be honest with you guys. So all we do is we create a variable and we use the widget syntax to define what the button has to say. Also, here we'll be using a function called as the grid function, which is used to set the position of the button on our particular window. So as you can check out from the output, we have edureka and the button we have is enter, right? So it has been kept in the first column, right? So it is on the top left. So this is because the grid function takes two parameters, which is column and row. Since the column is one and the row is zero, the message appears in that particular place. In fact, we can also change the foreground for a button or any other similar widget as well. We'll be using the parameter FG as shown in the code for foreground. And similarly, background color can be changed using the BG property guys. Well, in this case, our foreground is the text, which is actually red color as defined. And the background is orange as we have set it using the BG parameter. So at this point, we have a clickable button, right? Well, what happens when we actually go ahead and click it? So this is what we call a click event. We need to write the functionality as to what should happen when we click the button or in other terms when the click event is fired. Well, for that purpose, we actually have a function which is called as clicked and we're displaying a text message saying that the button was clicked. 
we will need to add a parameter called as command in the button definition as shown. Pretty easy, right? So next I have for you guys is entry widget. So what is an entry widget used for? Well, simply put, it is used to create input fields in the GUI guys. So check out this example code, right? So basically here we are creating a text box using the TK enter entry class. Grid is used to tell the code where we want the widget to be placed on the window. And next, what should happen when the button is clicked? Well, we have a message that says welcome to and later whatever is input into the text area will be concatenated along with this and then printed guys. So check out this example for better understanding. So we have typed out Python training and it displays welcome to Python training. So all of these widgets are really simple and more than that, they always come in handy as well. So next up, we will check out the combo box widget. So can you guys guess what a combo box is? Well, it is just a drop down menu with options guys. So check out that there are no parameters for the combo box definition apart from the window, right? And in the next line, we have defined certain values such as numbers ranging from one to five. And next we have something called as text as well. Well, one to five was numeric inputs, right? But we can have a textual input as well. It is defined using double quotes and we will later set the selected input. And lastly, we have the grid function to place the widget on the window as well. So again, check out the example here guys. So we have the drop down menu and it displays all that we've defined in the code. Another easy widget done. Well, next, this is a classy one guys. This is the check button. Well, it is widely used in almost all of the sites, right? So basically we use the check button class to create the widget. We start by creating a variable of the type boolean var. But this is not a Python standard variable, correct? Well, nothing to worry guys. This is actually a TK enter variable. By default, we keep the set state to be true, which means that the button is checked already. And next we are passing the chk underscore state to the actual check button class to check the state for us. So check out the example here guys. So we have a really simple check button widget with a certain text. So guys, what other easy widgets like this are available? Well, next we'll be looking at the radio button widget. Well, again, guys, the radio button widget is widely used and I'm sure you've seen and used this widget before. We'll be using the radio button class to add the widget. Take a look at the code. Here, we have the value parameters to be different. It's one, two and three, right? So however, if they are the same, it will lead to a conflict and then there'll be an error, guys. So as you can check out from the output, we have edureka and the button we have is enter, right? So it is to be noted that a unique value is used to address the radio buttons. So the value should be unique, but the text can be the same. However, here we have considered Python, Java and Scala, right? It can be whatever you want. And again, the grid function is used to place it on the window. So check out the example here to understand how we have used the radio button and used more than one grid function at a time, right? So unlike a check button where you can try selecting multiple cases here in case of the radio button, you can only select one at a time. And this is important guys. So I want you to note this at this point. So another nice widget we have is the scroll text widget. Guys, this can be added using the scroll text class again. One thing you must note here, which is very important is that you need to specify the width and the height of the scroll text widget. Well, if you do not specify the same, the entire window is actually filled up. So you can basically set the scroll text content by using the insert method guys. The syntax is pretty simple and we need to use our txt.insert with the message as a parameter and that is all guys. So next we have the message box widget. Again, let me quickly walk you through this all right. So we are using the message box library here as well, importing the library and displaying the message basically. 
but we need to define the message title and the message contents here as shown on the left hand side. So guys, this is where things get interesting. All right. So look at the example on the right here. We have made use of two of the widgets that we learned. We're using a button click to actually show a message box for us. And this is the input guys. We first have a button which says click here and when we end up clicking there, the button click event is actually triggered and we have the message box widget. Well, do know that the message title and the message content can be set to whatever you want based on your particular requirement. Well, last but not the least, here is another simple widget called spin box. If you notice the output first, you will see both the up and down scroll tabs, right? Well, this is how it differs from the scroll down widget. Here, the static number will change over a certain range of values. Well, now take a look at the code guys. We have three parameters, right? We have from, we have to and we have width. From tells the start and the default value of the range and two obviously gives us the upper threshold of the range. Well, width is basically to set the size of the widget to five character spaces. But since we're only doing zero to hundred, three is more than sufficient for us. But I went ahead and put five just so it looks well placed, right? So you can put whatever you want here and it's valid, but make sure it is more than what the range can offer guys. So that was a lot of widgets, right? As I've said, I've tried to make it as easy as possible by showing you only the function prototypes and the basic syntax. And next is a really quick concept on geometric management guys. Well, all of the widgets in TK Inter will have some geometry measurements, right? Well, these measurements give you to organize the widgets and their parent frames, windows or anything like that. Well, TK Inter has these three geometry manager classes guys. So we have pack, grid and place. Well, pack is used to organize the widgets in a particular block, which actually means that it occupies the entire available width, right? So it is a standard method to show the widgets in the entire window. Next is grid. Well, we've already used grid at this point. So we already know that it organizes the widget in like a table like structure, right? Into rows and columns. And next we have place guys. So it's used to place the widgets at a specific position you want. And again, we've already looked at grid in almost all of the previous codes, right? And I'm sure you guys understood all of these concepts. If you have any doubts, head to the comment section and leave a comment so we can interact there. So next up, we need to check out how we can organize layouts and widgets in the simplest way possible. Well, to arrange the layout in the window, we will use frame class guys. So let's create a simple program to see how the frame works. Well, what is the frame, right? So well, a frame is actually used to create divisions in our window. You can align the frames as you like with the side parameter of the pack method guys and button. Well, button is used to create a button in the window. We've already checked this out. It takes in several parameters like the text or FG, BG and all of that. And we already know this, right? Guys, I want you to note that the parameter of any widget method must be where to place the widget, right? So another way to bind the functions is to basically use events guys, which is exactly what we're going to check now. Well, there are certain events such as uh, mouse move, mouse over, clicking and scrolling and all of that, right? So basically the button one parameter of the bind method is to the left clicking event. So that is whenever you click the left mouse button on your mouse and button two is for middle click and button three is for the right click, right? Well, middle click is basically clicking on the wheel. So this is it for the small session. I hope you took away some real good points from here and that this helped you kickstart your TK into learning. Hope to see you guys build your own GUI applications and have fun with TK Inter. So thank you guys.